She is a witch who will burn for what she's done. It was either this or sexy nurse. Either way, you're crazy, bitch. And welcome to Le Legends of Gotham, where we talk about Fox's hit series Gotham set in the world of Batman. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And we're still getting things figured out yep. here. We've had some time off, you know. It's all a matter of perfecting things and, you know, dialing We'll be them really down. good by the series finale. Yeah, definitely. Like, by the series finale, this will look like a Fox production. As soon as we can't do it anymore, we'll be awesome. Awesome. Trust us. Uh, but thank you for joining us again Sunday nights, 9 p.m. EST, over on YouTube. On the YouTubes. Over on the YouTube at youtube.universebox.com. Uh, how are you doing tonight, Anne-Marie? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Bill? I am doing great. Although my chair, uh, when I got he up... sat in the yeah. wrong chair. And <laughs> yeah. it's kind of funny. So when you hear squeak, squeak, yeah, that's, that's me. moving. That's me. <laughs> No, but uh, we're here to talk Gotham. We're here to talk Gotham. As always. As ha -ha, always. God. We didn't ha-ha Gotham. We didn't ha-ha Gotham once the entire last episode. But uh, yeah. we, I, I, who do we have in the chat room? Right now over in the chat room, we have Mike Pasquale and Bobby Hawk. Very nice to see you guys. guys. Uh, hopefully we'll have some more people uh, pop in there soon. We actually, uh, we're going to have some uh, a question for you, the listener, mm -hmm. uh, coming up about uh, how we should approach the live streaming over the next. Do you like the YouTube? Would you like to see another streaming service? We want to know what you think. Yeah, and we have a whole section for that <laughs> planned out <laughs> coming up in just a couple minutes. I'm giving them the preamble. Yeah, yeah, give them the preamble. That's good. That's good. <laughs> okay, uh, so let's see here. How do we start these things? I think it's time for a rhyming, riddling summary. A rhyming, riddling summary. Anne-Marie, go ahead. All right. Who haunts the park talking to plants? Ivy flusters Bruce as she makes an advance. Can Jim and Harv save kids from soothsayers? It seems so at first, but there are deeper layers. Will mother help you? She'll help you die. Are <laughs> teeth the secret to her mother's meat pies? The government sucks most of all their dispatchers, forcing our heroes to become the trespassers. Trespassers! Trespassers. And Marie, what'd you think? Um, It was a good episode. It felt like it had some filler. Yeah, definitely. It felt like we were talking um, mm. offline about how it was originally supposed to be 10 episodes. Yeah. And then I think when they realized that 12 would be 100 mm -hmm. and they bumped it up to this one had some padding. Yeah, especially with the, the villain of Mother. Like, it seemed like because That know, she, took a while. But, you know, she <laughs> was very much featured in the season finale last year, like in the clips of like, these are all the monsters that are coming up on oh, Gotham yeah. uh, next season or whatever. So it seemed like she was going to have a bigger role and she still might. I have some more thoughts on that. Shocking. But, but uh, yeah, it definitely felt like it was like two episodes worth of content sort of mashed together, which was nice. It was It was good. It was like, very fast paced, like there was a things. lot of stuff happening, but yes. you know, stuff happened. Stuff happened. I think there's another scene that I feel was a little padded out too. Mm -hmm. The um the Ivy scene, but I'm sure we'll talk about that. Well, you know what? Uh, probably probably good to go ahead and start talking about Mother. Uh, who, All right, let's talk about Mother. Mother dearest. Mother dearest. Okay, uh, so this is basically our first freak of the week for this season. Uh, you know, our our first like big bad monster guy who comes in for a for a thing, and you know, it's all crazy. Ha, mother dearest. Oh, mom uh, life. oh, hold on, wait a second. <laughs> go ahead. Life. Mom life. Hashtag so mom am life. I mother dearest. <laughs> but, uh, you know, while she was suitably creepy, I was really more of a fan of the the actor who played her son. Oh, he was so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, well, son. Mm -hmm. term. Well, it, my favorite thing about the character was there was a sort of subtext to him that, uh, you know, well, obviously mother took him in. Uh, we saw in that mm -hmm. scene in the finale. 
Uh, and but there was a subtext to him that uh, he wasn't quite okay with what was going on, but she had sort of conditioned him to be yes. okay. Like uh, the when lights he, will make you sleepy, you won't feel a thing. Exactly, sleepy little kid. Yeah, when he locks uh, Jim and Harvey in the disco murder room, uh, you know he, he's basically <laughs> like, you know, it's okay, but you won't feel it. it You're it's not gonna feel it. Gonna be it's weird, fine. but you won't feel a thing. Like kind of trying to justify it to himself right. almost. I, I. I like I said, I feel like that's exactly what uh, she told him uh, to make him kind of okay with the situation. Exactly. That they're not going to feel anything. Yeah. But, uh, you know, while she was good for a one-off uh, sort of appearance in an episode, mm. it seemed a little samey in the same episode uh, with the sooth- soothsayers and their orphanage of sorrow. Yes! That was so weird. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, okay, here's... But then again, I, I guess that could work towards a theme like, here's how children are being treated in Gotham, and th- then at the end we get But that's the only in one zone. second. So yeah, yeah, oh, but it, it yeah, it just felt a little weird to have both of them in the same episode. Like it was kind of like in the same ten minutes. Yeah, it was. They ran of, from one to the other, mm-hmm, playing the same note. <laughs> they were literally like, "All right." Doo-doo-doo. But, uh, you know, after we watched the episode, I was like, as I often do, I jot down a note. Hey, you should research this and see if this is someone in the comic you haven't right. known yet. I did research it, and it appears that. It might not be quite the same character, but it's pretty close. It appears that Mother appeared in a series called Batman and Robin Eternal a few years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's the same basic. I jotted down some notes here. Oh, okay. uh, it's the same basic MO as the mother we see in this episode. She mm-hmm. recruits kids for these evil tasks. And, uh, you know, I haven't read it, obviously, but, you know, it sounds basically the same. She manip- manipulates, manipulates orphans to do evil things. Interesting. Uh, so her, I, I, I guess I, I not will, all orphans can be Anne with an E. <laughs> I will point out too that her first chronological appearance in Batman's history was burnt during Batman and Dick Grayson's initial adventure out together. Oh. So you know, uh, well, I don't know if we're going to see her at all again in this season of Gotham. You know, maybe if we end up seeing the Flying Graysons, maybe she'll pop up in that episode to kind of like bring it all back together. Oh, the Graysons. Yeah, I saw them many, many moons ago. Yeah, what was that? That was season, season one. one, episode four or something. Something like ridiculously long ago, and everybody was like, what? <laughs> Already? Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Good so, stuff. So that's Mommy Dearest. That's I, Mommy I think Dearest. I think that's actually probably about 45 seconds more conversation than she deserved. Probably. Especially after uh, burning all those bodies and oh, God, collecting all the teeth. All the teeth, yeah. all the teeth and the, the metal, like... It was weird, all the plates of rings yeah, it and al- stuff. It almost, and uh, I, I apologize if anyone finds this distasteful, <laughs> but it almost reminded me of like the, you know, in history class in high school when they showed like those pictures of like the Holocaust after, you know, every everybody, you know, after everyone yes, cleared out okay. and they went and investigated okay. and stuff. It was kind of that vibe to it, which, uh, you know. See, I had a completely different thought. What was that? Um, Did it remind you of your childhood? <laughs> No, oh, musical, Meat Pies, mm-hmm. Johnny Depp. I'm I'm looking for you to help me. Oh, uh, uh, Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. The the, the down the sand yeah, 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 yeah. Sweeney Todd. Yes, that that's what it actually kind of reminded me because they were burning the bodies in the basements. Yeah, yeah. And all the pla- it wasn't like just like stuff set out. They were on mm-hmm. plates. So at first yeah, I like thought nice there was silver like, platters. Yes, I thought first I thought it was like some dining situation. Uh-huh. It was very much not when it was tea. No. Ew. <laughs> That's the stuff that you should be 
But uh, Joel over in the chat room says uh, she needs a good hairdresser. She sure did. Yeah. She could use a yeah. little makeup, too. It, but I, I really liked, you know, once she lost the mask, I, I really mm. liked the actress and her expressiveness and her performance and stuff, yeah. too. So, I mean, if she comes I, back, I would I'd be, be surprised if she comes back because we didn't, like, actually injure her or kill her or anything. Yeah, it was basically they just, you know, busted out of there. They, like, just, they ran. Yeah. They ran for it. They're like, mm, we're out of here. Okay. <laughs> So now that we've nice. talked about her about three minutes longer than she deserved. Yeah, probably. Hey, you know, speaking of mother. No, I'm just kidding. No, Go ahead. No. So cat girl rises. Cat girl, cat girl rises. rises. Okay. So I know we didn't get a lot of her, but this is such a huge thing is she is cat girl now. Like mm-hmm. for, for realsies. A catty cat girl. A catty cat girl. So we knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. We all knew it was coming for the past five years. <laughs> And we've been waiting for it because mm-hmm. she's been very cat-like. And then she was paralyzed. So we weren't quite <laughs> sure how this was going to happen. And, oh, you, you printed things double-sided. <laughs> um, and I was not disappointed. Okay. I love how she willingly took the seed from Ivy, even with the possibility that it could kill her. Because last week she's like, yeah, I'm done with this. That was a really gross-looking seed, It was a nasty-looking seed. And when he was like... Is this human blood? And Ivy just sort of cackled about it. I was like, mm-hmm. Shh, "Don't, don't ever ask that question." <laughs> but she dug it out of the ground. Like, yeah, that whole. Well, well I, I think, I think the intention was that the plants were consuming the humans and then turned it into this seed, and that's why the human blood was in there. Ew! <laughs> I hadn't even thought of that. <laughs> Ew. Okay. Well, you anyway. know, you put two and two together, you see the people in the plants and the walls, and yeah. But they weren't in like the same building. Anyway, I I will say that I I feel like there's something else going on with that park. Oh, there was absolutely yeah. something else going on with that park. Mm-hmm. Well, I know I, in the I have things with that. Okay, go ahead. I have I think not in this section necessarily. That's fair. Okay. Um. But okay. So after she took it and like they were all standing there at the window talking about okay and you know she's sleeping now come back in the morning they literally step away and Bruce turns around and goes back like. Mm-hmm. Five seconds. Yeah. And she's gone. <laughs> and he, the window's open and all of that. How mm-hmm. fast is she moving now? Uh, roughly as quickly as a cat. I think quicker. Yeah. Roughly. I think quicker because she had to get... Okay. She hasn't walked in three months mm-hmm. or so. Yeah. Um, I, You know, I get it. You're magically healed and all that. But she had to get out of bed, open the window, and then hide in the shadows. Mm-hmm. To make a grand entrance, Came which is is to I mean, be fair, fair, is very Catwoman. Oh, it's very catty. Yeah. Um, but in five seconds, mm-hmm. that's impressive. Yeah, that's something that like I think cats plan uh, <laughs> when they're going to be scary in the corner. Um, meow. Meow. Okay, so let's see. And she carried herself so different. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is like a character choice or an actress choice or what's going on, but she definitely did not move like selena yeah has mm-hmm. in recent history yeah it, and she just looked so different mm-hmm. but without looking different she just like felt very but not cat-like it actually yeah. felt like the opposite mm-hmm. so it's very I, confusing i really liked her performance in this episode prior to getting uh Healed. her ability to walk back uh just because it was so like defeated like yeah. 
I don't even want to do this anymore, man. Like, if I'm going to be stuck in this bed, who cares? Like, it, Whatever, give me the stupid scene. I wouldn't say it was the height of dramatic performance, but it, it, was, a, it, it was a very good performance and a bit more nuanced than we normally see from her where she's either smarmy or angry. Right. You know? And really, like, the big thing, those eyes are over the top. Yeah. If I have to look at those like neon green eyes every single episode. Those are Jeremiah transforming into the Joker at the end of that episode levels of over the top CGI. Yeah. Uh, from last season. <laughs> that and was that a little shouldn't much. be necessary. He looked like a cartoon character. He looked like, he almost looked like well, Casper I mean, the friendly ghost or something. But not. But not. But like the opposite. So we do have some stuff going on over in the chat room. Um, Mike Pasquale said, how close to Indian Hill is where Ivy is? Well, your guess is as good as ours. That's a really good point though. That is that is a very good point. Uh, Joel says she must be channeling Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm. Well, she's always borne a resemblance to Michelle Pfeiffer. So. She has, and I think that's part of the part of the casting. Why why they do like the super cat girl? Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mike Pascal says, "Is the Selena a metahuman?" Well, she just ingested a magical seed from the ground that may have been infested by Indian Hill trash. Mm. So yeah. They I'm cured gonna, her from paralysis. To ki- cure yeah. her from paralysis. If so, nothing yeah. else, she's she's uh, super healy. Yep, she's super healy. Yeah. She has superhuman healing powers, like you. <laughs> yes, definitely. He did. He has. Yeah. He did. He's always healed. Quickly. That's not a challenge. Don't come up at me, no, me at a yeah. bar and throw a punch or anything. I know how I would imagine it to play out is that everything that she was already good at. She's just going to be betterer. Be like really yeah. good at. Yeah, just betterer. Really, really betterer. 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 It's a word. Okay. I just made it up. All right. What's next? Uh, did you say Joel had something? Jeff? Um. Let's see. Sean says hi. Sean. I haven't oh, said hi to you yet. Hi, Sean. I think ha- Ivy is in Robert Robertson Park, like in the real No Man's Land comic, so near Central Gotham. Oh yeah, that I, I was. But what bring is that up. in relation to Indian Hill, Sean? Do yeah, you well, have a map for us? I don't believe Indian Hill is from the comics, so it's, oh well, then there's a whole lot of craziness. Yeah, it's whatever they feel like. But yeah, I, I remember. I think there was <laughs> there was a whole issue where Batman encounters Ivy in uh, in a garden that's kind oh, of okay. like over. Yeah, so in No Man's Land, it's been a few years since I've read it. I probably should have read it. Yeah, you probably should have read this, it. But oh probably. well. Anyway. Oh, well. Okay, I want to talk about Sykes. Uh, now, you might be thinking, who is Who's Sykes? Sykes? Yeah. Uh, he's he's uh, the leader of the Soothsayers. I, I, I absolutely love this character. Out of If I had to choose between him and Mother, Sykes all the way, as far See, as like I the best character. Him. Really? I did. I liked um, Glow in the Dark Paint Lady. Oh, she was good, too. I liked her. She was good, too. Please. I'm like, Ooh. But he was just, uh, you know, he, he, he was... Very, very interesting. And I have have some reasons here why okay, good. I thought it was so good. interesting. Convince me. So first of all, his plan. I thought that his plan to tunnel under the river was equal parts evil and brilliant. Uh, you know, get orphans to do the hard work for you, take all the risk, and then reap the rewards after they do it. You know, because I mean, there's always going to be more orphans out in Gotham you can go grab if the tunnel floods. There's a very rich one who could pay for this to be done himself. Probably. Probably. And probably should have by this point. But can't get supplies in anymore. I uh, don't know. Okay, next up was his performance. Alex Morph, I looked up the actor's name. I was Ooh. so impressed by him. But he was hella charismatic in this uh, episode. Hella charismatic? Hella. Who are you? Someone who uses hella in respect to Alex Morph. 
<laughs> specifically. Specifically. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm talking like Zaz levels of charisma on this guy. Uh, you know, OK, we, I'll, I'll give him that. Oh, even Zaz. with all even with all the spitting and the drooling he was doing when he was like admonishing the guy, he was, you know, very yeah. saliva-y. Uh, you know, he uh, he reminded me almost of, if you've ever seen Back to the Future 2, Griff Tannen, the son of Biff Tannen in the 2015 timeline. Okay. Ooh. He was he was very much like that. Like, hey, guy, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, and also, uh, last but not least, one of the reasons I liked him was uh, the gas he was using. What was the gas? Let me explain. Oh, please, because okay. I was very confused. Okay, so uh, the gas he was using to see the future, see his timeline, all that kind of mm. stuff was kind of interesting. I have a sneaking suspicion that it's probably a new form of the Viper gas we saw in season one. Oh. Uh, with all the grotesque side effects removed. You know how it would turn people into like Gumby people? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but, you know, when they released that episode Viper back in season one, I think it was season one, episode five, they said... This is the episode about the origin of venom, which is the the uh, chemical that Bane uses to maintain, oh. reduce his pain and uh, increase his strength. Bringing so, it all back. So I'm guessing the gas he was huffing on is probably venom, and uh, that the gas powers, uh, or what? You, what was I going to say? Yeah, the the gas was venom, and assuming there are some soothsayers left around, mm -hmm. they're going to push through this tunnel. And on the other side is maybe going to be Bane, and he's going to get the gas. Either that, or maybe he's the leader of the Soothsayers, and we just haven't seen him yet. Interesting. Because we know he's coming this season. Correct. Um, Sean says, was it me, or was the guy growing more boils on his face as the episode went on? I'm pretty sure he was, and that might be why I didn't like him. Well, I, those weren't boils, were or they? They like were bruises. Things. Yeah. No, they weren't bruises. Oh, they weren't? No, no. Okay. These were like growths. Gotcha, gotcha. They were gross. Well, maybe that's a side effect of the gas or something. And this yeah. is the question, yes. Let's see. Bobby says, there are many things that I feel are meant to be nods to source that probably won't be fleshed out. I'm not sure. That's uh, he's, he's saying nods to the comics and things okay. like that. Okay, okay. <clears throat> that yeah. might not get like a full sure. episode about Venom. Well, since we've got 10 episodes left, but it's yeah, not looking likely. The, the reason I think they might, the soothsayers though, might try and go through the tunnel mm -hmm. is just because uh, they last week on the radio, those people called into Jim that and they were like- friends on the other side. Friends on the other side. So I'm thinking maybe that might be yeah, where they're heading. Sorry, wrong. All right, so you wanted to talk a little bit about Ivy. Ivy, good old Ivy Peppa. Okay, so she's a pepper. She's, she's a, a pepper. real pepper. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Okay, so one of my least favorite things is they say in regards to information, like who, who said it? Mm -hmm. Can you can you give me a source? Can you link me somewhere? Can you give me a name? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, who did Ivy hear that there was a magical seed that could heal damaged tissue and bone? Yeah, because it seems like she would be the primary source. Thank you. I'm thinking she's hearing it from the plants. From the plants, which is slightly more, but it's a little confusing and mm -hmm. quite convenient. Yeah, that she just knows this. Well, like how? Okay, go ahead. The plants is the first time I haven't had a problem with this because that makes a lot of sense. It does make a because lot because she does talk to the plants, right? It's still a little weird. And when did they tell? Like, why were they like, we have developed this seed, Madam <laughs> Ivy, and it will heal people. If like, any of your friends happen to become paralyzed. If anybody has a severed spine, you know, we've you can get got the seed. them. It'll be neat. They'll just become evil. <laughs> just Not evil. Just not like. Evil. Hold on. Wait. They will channel the neutral. darker angels and be changed forever. Mm. What is this darker angels? 
again, is this a thing? Is this a, is this a Gotham thing or is this a Batman thing? I'm just assuming that, you know, it just means like the bad juju. Well, well, that anything that any negative aspects of your personality you have, it's okay. just going to amplify them. Oh, so, you so know, it's like good angel, bad angel. Yeah. Situation. So, so, you know, so Selena, you know, she would steal to get by if she needed to. She would, you know, mess around a little, a little bit she, it, as she needed to for survival. Now she's going to be doing it. For now fun. she's okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. She actually seems a little scared of her precious plants when she is talking about how they have changed since everything started going down in Gotham. So like how she's like, they, everything changed when all of this started. I couldn't tell if she was scared, mm-hmm. interested, confused, leading the charge. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what's going mm-hmm. on there. But I, the conversation amongst the plants has changed. I, I'm looking forward to them circling back around to her for a full on Ivy episode. Like, I, I think that's going to be good. Okay. And also that dress. She was wearing the ivy. She was wearing a plant. It was fabulous. There was glitter. There was it was mm-hmm. it was wonderful. Now, one thing you can definitely say about Gotham, even through all of this insanity, the fashion designers are making the money mm-hmm. because well, set designers too. Their design department, just in general, like I mean, I'm in Gotham. Like in the sh- in the show. Oh, okay. I'm not okay. talking about like. Oh, the you're not talking creators. about the people actually no, making the show. I'm about talking them. about the people living in no man's land. Gotcha. Because Ivy's got this fabulous Ivy made dress. Then we've got <laughs> Penguin, who is always dressed to the nines, even mm-hmm. now or in 387 days with his yeah. glasses and all that. Mm-hmm. Ed is Ed with the perfect suits. Yeah. Like and Barbara. Well, yes, girl. Well, I think the only time we've ever seen Penguin without a sense of fashion was the wh- very beginning, right after he got out of the water when he when yeah. he got thrown in there by Jimmy had that gray sweater right. on or something. Yeah, right. But that's the thing; like, they're still finding these out. Like, mm-hmm. it's just wonderful. <laughs> anyway, as you were, as you were, as you were, as you were. Anything from the chat room? Uh, let's see. Welcome, dinosauruses. You were late, but don't worry. We're still here for you. Definitely. Uh, Bobby says he doesn't think he's seen that seed thing in the comics before. I don't think I have either, Bobby. Probably not. It's, it, that's so Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Mike Pasqua says, kind of like the mask. Kind of like that. I'm going to assume you oh, mean the dress. No, no. no? Uh, he's talking about the, the, the seed and bringing out the darker angels or the... Oh! Yeah, because the mask yes. was like that too. It was like yes. everything uh, that's yeah. bad about you amplified to a billion, bajillion, Kind of, but not percent. so comical. Okay. And well, green. the time has come. Uh, as you guys know, we're not doing look at this Joker anymore. We're not going to do look at this Joker anymore. No. Because we you- have a brand new segment called Light the Night! Everybody light the in our new reoccurring for 12 weeks in our new reoccurring for 12 weeks segment we shine a spotlight on the pivotal steps on Bruce's path to the bat. Anne Marie, what are we shining a light on tonight? Bruce comforting Ivy. Not confronts. Comfort, confronts. confronts. That's a Very whole different, different word. Very Not different. comforts, confronts. No, but but yeah, I, I wanted to talk uh, I and Emery did too a little bit about this. <laughs> Just I'm oh, confused. Uh, but uh, yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about that scene between Bruce and Ivy where there's the whole issue of trust going on and everything else. That felt very, very close to a Batman Poison Ivy scene. And a lot of Bruce's lines in that scene mm. felt very close to Batman lines. Like, <laughs> it, 
What, what was your read on that scene? Since you've probably never seen one of those scenes before between Batman and Ivy. I haven't. Um, I like how strong he went into it. Uh-huh. Like, you could tell in, like, pretty much as soon as he, like, opened that front gate, mm-hmm. he knew who he was dealing with. Yeah. Was not even remotely surprised. Mm-hmm. And, like, his, hello, Ivy. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, like, it was... Like, I enjoyed, like, their interactions and all mm-hmm. that. He definitely, like she said, he's like, you, you know, you're growing up. Yeah. Which is funny because she's, like, three years younger than him. Well, I, I thought <laughs> one thing about Ivy, though, I will say is that it's really hard for me to separate the history of the character on Gotham with the wonderful performance the actress is giving right now. Because every time I'm like, oh, yeah, this is Poison Ivy. I'm getting into it. I'm really believe. Oh, wait a second. And then I remember no, Claire was- Foley. Claire Foley played her for two and a half seasons, three seasons, or whatever. I still liked Claire Foley. It, it's a it's a little weird, but I understand why they did it. I get why the they first did time it. we didn't need to do it a second time. Well, I think they did because the actress got a regular gig. Or That's because they weren't giving her anything to do. <laughs> but anyway, but but no, it was interesting, and I I mean we'd be remiss not to mention the fact that uh, apparently there's a little Britain section of Gotham somewhere. Where yes. All these British people. Burn the witch. Burn the witch. I'm like, we're going to burn her. I'm which, like, oh. Which you know they did just to have like that classic like crowd of burn British uh, villagers, you know, to burn the witch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was good. It was good. Good stuff. Okay. So uh, we're going to get back to the main discussion in just a second, but we wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about something that's very frustrating. Uh, before we stop doing the show... Uh, we we were I oh what is it it's like a authenticated or approved or a, YouTube loved us yeah uh, basically we had we had enough street cred to where we had mm-hmm. all the features for YouTube including for the live streaming like you know for example uh, what you call it I can't go back and look at your chat after I mean, the show I think you actually can but I figured that out. But, but you know, still. there's a lot of other stuff that, that we just can't do right now. We don't have access so, to things so, because we don't have enough subscribers. Yeah, so because uh, they changed the limit from, I think it was 100 to 1,000. And we're just, a, you know, 20 or 30 shy of that. So if okay. you guys could go to youtube.universebox.com and subscribe, not only will you get notified when we post a new video or go mm-hmm. live, but it'll help us kind of enhance the show. Hopefully, yes. You know, and we're thinking of thinking about things, you know, with that. Uh, when we came back and we announced that we were going to bring the show back, we did it on Facebook Live, which went, went really oh, well. We good. had about 30 or 40 people in there. Yeah. Um, you know, when we did it over here uh, last week, we had 12 people, which is great. We love having you guys out uh-huh. here for the live experience. Yes. Uh, but so so basically, we, we want to put it to you. What do you think? Do you think we should, uh, you know, try and build back up our YouTube audience and stream here uh, forever for the next 10 weeks? Or should, or should we, we switch over to Facebook? Facebook Live and just stream there and then post the videos here on YouTube after the fact. Because we're posting the videos from YouTube on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Should we switch it or just keep going the way we're going? We just don't know because yeah. we're so, we've been out of the streaming game mm-hmm. for a year and a half. Definitely. And um, everything changes. But yeah, uh, we want to hear you guys' opinions on it. Go ahead. Uh, not in the chat room because I can't go back and look at the chat. Go in the Facebook group. But go to the on-demand. Actually, I'll add it in the Facebook I was going to say, uh, go to the on-demand video um, 
after the fact and leave a comment or just email us legendsofgotham at gmail.com and let us know how we should be streaming uh, from here on out. Yes, please. Okay, uh, so uh, we're, again, we're going to get back to the discussion in, Mania set Very soon. in just a second. We don't have the Patreon ads anymore, so we're going to run this. In this crazy mixed up world, you need fake news you can depend on. Fake Count on. When news is breaking, it's probably the fakest. <laughs> it's probably the fakest that's breaking it. That's me. I'm Paul Defoe. We've got a commercial, Paul. Breaking the fake news for real. From KCOM Studios in somewhere west of New York City, this is The Fakest. Only one podcast is on it. On the scene, making it up, breaking the fake news for real. With more reporters covering more fake stories. Coming June 18th to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Google Podcasts, and Voice Facts. I can also email you the transcript if you want. Check us out at thefakest.com and subscribe on Apple Podcasts for a new thrilling episode every two weeks. Pretty timely. The Fakest. We fake it when we make it. And that is the fakest. It's a. It's not really political. It's a sketch dramedy podcast. It is not political. It is comedy. It's basically a <laughs> sketch comedy in a news format, uh, connected with an ongoing story. A lot of people, me and Anne Marie, are both involved in it. A lot of people you guys know from, you know, all the years we've been podcasting, like Bobby in the chat room over there, Joel in the chat room over there, Rebecca Johnson from Supergirl Radio are all involved in it. It's a lot of fun. It's a big project. New season's coming out in March. We'd appreciate it if you go to thefakest.com and check it out. Yes. Right. And also, real quick, in relation to our YouTube versus Facebook discussion, uh-huh. if you go over to the Facebook page, I just put up a poll. So feel free to vote for us. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. See, technology. All right. So what, what's the show about again? Oh, yeah. Gotham. Gotham. Ha-ha, Gotham. <laughs> Gotham. All right. So uh, we're, we'll go ahead and get back to the Gotham discussion here. I wanted to talk just a little bit briefly about the Green Zone that they set up in this episode. Right. Uh, this is basically the new safe place they arrive at at the end of the episode. Lucius is there waiting for them, arms open, the sun shining. Come on in, children. Come on in. <laughs> Babs, you know, being Babs. Uh, but, yeah. you know, it's it's... Obviously, the walled fortress we saw in the flash forward, uh, what was it, day 384? 387. 387, uh, at the beginning of the season premiere. Uh, It was interesting, though, because, you know, last week I was talking about, you know, the Gotham dead. The fact that, Mm -hmm. you know, this is taking a lot of uh, tropes of post-apocalyptic literature and stories uh, that The Walking Dead uses and putting them on Gotham. Uh, You know, this... This uh, whole green zone idea is a lot like on The Walking Dead, something like Sanctuary or Alexandria Alexandria from The Walking Dead, sort of like a protected, walled-in place where, for the moment, you're safe until, you know, the season finale when you're not. Uh, (laughs) But uh, I I thought it was really interesting that they're exploiting these uh, tropes more and more, especially since Robin Lord Taylor was on The Walking Dead. Um, I'm bringing it all back around. But, you know, I'd expect Ed or whoever's plan to pit the gains of Gotham against each other is going to force it, all of our villains into this green zone. Uh, and I'll get more into the Ed thing later. You know, all that's how Penguin and Ed and everybody's all going to get into this green zone. And, uh, you know, then from there, that's where we see the flash forward. Interesting. You know, because I, I think what Ed's done uh, with his actions in this episode is going to kind of spill out across all of the gains of Gotham now, you mm-hmm. know. 
So interesting. I think that might be how they get there. We'll see. See, that's pretty. See, the thing that's funny about that is like in that flash forward Mm -hmm. and how you're like, they're all in the green zone. But they weren't Mm -hmm. until they were on top because Penguin was still in the mayor's mansion. Yeah. And Ed was still in whoever's house he took over. (laughs) Because I don't even know anymore. Yeah. So it's. They're still in their separate. Well, I'm sure Ed doesn't have a territory mm-hmm. because he doesn't even know who he is at night. Yeah. Um, but Penguin has a territory, and he was there. We see him get ready, and then we see them all like marching to war, mm-hmm. and so that's why it's a little weird. Like, how did you get there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your 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 territory is over there, but you're suddenly here, all safe. <laughs> So. Oh, uh, good to see Dean over in the chat room from Cost Commotion. Hi, Dean. He's Ooh, also on the Facebook. So. Um, but you wanted to keep talking Okay, so about I have some more Green Zone, zone right? things. Yeah. So Green Zone oddities. That mm-hmm. is what I came up with. So I found it odd that only now that they have these like 27 kids coming from safety or from digging a hole to the Green Zone that they suddenly can find a 250 apartment um, apartments building. Apartment building? Apartment yeah. building with 250 units. There's the word I'm looking for. I, th- I, think, I think in England it's apartments building. But, you know, because they say maths instead of math. No, that's actually how you're supposed to say it. Is it? Yeah. Interesting. Um, see, now I start looking at your notes. But <laughs> so, like, how did they suddenly be like, you know what? We shouldn't all live in the GCPD. Let's go to an apartment building because we're getting 27 more people mm-hmm. that are children who most of them should not be living in their own apartment. Yeah. Or even with a buddy. <clears throat> the only one, of course, I don't remember his name, Gabriel. Was the only one who seemed competent, and he seemed like four or five years older than the next oldest uh, orphan. To be honest, like getting everyone who's defenseless all together in one place Terrible seems idea. like a really bad idea. Terrible idea. It's like TSA bag check, uh, but you know, no TSA agents around. Well, that's there. that's what then they but then they only have to protect that one building. Yeah, which is I what it looks so. like in the flash forward that they're kind of sort of somewhat do you, doing do you think they're never going to be bad do you think last episode was the last time we're going to see the gcpd set no no that's where the the um ra- radio radio oh yeah the radio with, stuff is with that's where well, i'd say the armory but obviously that's <laughs> not of concern anymore um i don't think it's last time um okay so and then they said that all these additional people like word got out that we found this apartment building it's not exactly hidden. Yeah. It actually looks like one that we've seen in the Narrows in previous episodes, but we're not going to get into that situation. <laughs> well, limited sets. Limited sets. Limited sets. Just like Ivy's set. <laughs> we've used it in every season for somebody different. Um, I loved in the first season where they converted the GCPD into like the underground lair of all the children and everything that one time. Oh, that was yeah. fun. Well, and how Babs's apartment became the Sirens club yeah yeah yeah. those are some of my favorites but anyway but anyway (laughs) how is the word getting out about this Mm -hmm. is there some sort of underground newspaper or news station go running on like i feel like that would not happen there's no way that this is keeping up through all of this well i don't think we've even confirmed that gotham ever had internet let alone now exactly but how is the word getting out Mm -hmm. like is you know the little old person over here talking to the, like, is the chain going? Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Um, well, I, I would imagine it might be easier for word to spread, though, just because there are so, 
such less people that I, I'm trying to, I, <laughs> we yeah. talk good tonight. <laughs> we, we talk last week. We couldn't math this week. We can't talk. It's good. I <laughs> know, uh, but just because there's less people there, a lot less people there, you know? And so there's a lot less room or a lot less uh, distance for that news to have to travel. But no, there's less people, but it has to travel farther distance with less people in between. Mm. See, there's my confusion. Well, you know, you know how these things go. When I don't because when, I have no life. You know, when you've survived the apocalypse and everyone's everything's been cordoned out into different games and everything, you always have one or two rats running around all three games playing that's them off, true. Okay, off so each that's other. Yeah. No, Bobby says he feels like the green zone is the area around the GCPD. Maybe the building is in this area. No, it is. The green zone, obviously, it is the GCPD and the building must be in that area. But why did it take them three months to move in? Like, I don't, I just, I find it weird that these 27 children is what spurred <laughs> them to take over a building. Um, yeah. so that's that. Okay. Uh, other things. What, what would have been more justified for, to you than saving 27 children? No, no, no. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Anne-Marie, I want it on record right now that Anne-Marie wanted those 27 children to die. No. Anne-Marie assumed they were going to come and live in the GCPD with the other 150 people they had saved. <laughs> well, we saw- we we saw last week how how tensions were rising right. there. Anyway. Okay, so yeah. we're just gonna instead we're gonna put them into apartments. How are they going to feed all of these people? There's okay. So now, first of all, they had after they took the food from the um, Wayne Enterprises or whatever truck. No, yeah. helicopter. Helicopter. They had now had six weeks worth of food. Well, now not only did we have these twenty seven children, there's all these people mm-hmm. that are suddenly coming and seeking <laughs> refuge. Like, oh no, I completely agree with you. There's not enough food. Kill the children. No, that is not what I'm saying. I think it is though. I hate you. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to move on to my other green zone oddities before I get to the stuff in the chat. So how does the crazy nurse in the green zone know about the witch? That's a good point. That completely confuses me. Maybe she was friends with the British people who who were going to kill the witch. You got to go find the witch. Go no. find the witch. I told you, you need the witch. Um, is she going out and partying at Sirens? She doesn't seem like the type, but maybe. <laughs> and where exactly is the witch located? Mm-hmm. Is she within the green zone? Because that's kind of funny because it's Ivy. Yeah. But, and Bruce just seemed to go mm-hmm. real quick. Nobody noticed that Bruce was gone. Yeah. I actually, when I was doing my research for this episode, I went to see if they named the park uh, to see if I could find any comic book no. information on the park or they were in or whatever. No, he, he was. Just basically, how can I find her? And then they cut to the next Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's just weird. Like, is Ivy within the green zone? Because if so, I'm a little more concerned now. <laughs> because y'all going to die. Yeah. So. You know, uh, keep in mind, too, like, with this whole, like, gossip tact. Uh, you know, we haven't seen a lot of Gotham yet. You know, oh, no, we, we've seen like, nothing. Like, Freeze's area, Firefly's area. I'm not sure we're going to see those. Jeremiah's area. Coming soon, I think. Yeah, probably. Next week. Uh, but, you know, so... I don't it, think he it, has an area, though. But, like, this is the thing, though. Uh-huh. How do they know... I mean, I guess they really had nothing else to do for three months. But figure out whose area is where. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just... I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, and then my next point was about the com- communications and my confusion. But, so, but you know... Bottom line, kind of summary, Anne-Marie wanted to kill 27 children. I did not! Okay, over in the chat room. They should have drowned in that river. I'm going to punch you. They should have built that tunnel and drowned in that river. 
Okay, so Sean says they used runners like in World War II. In fact, the actress Audrey Hepburn was one in the real war, spreading news and info to families. That's the concept I was thinking about. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Thank you, Sean, because that was way clearer than anything that guy was trying to tell me. You know, um, the, the, the rat man. He runs. I know. I was like, what is that? Uh, Bobby says he had the same thought about the nurse, but all of the chimney sweeps knew about her. So maybe they told her because we're now calling the mm-hmm. British people chimney sweeps, by the way. It's a lovely holiday with, with Ivy. Oh! Ivy is the villain <laughs> that, that we love. love. When Ivy old Jand, you don't feel grand you fall in the grass then it turns to sand (laughs) (laughs) we're not drinking tonight either not yet all right what's in ed's head what is in ed (laughs) tell me what's in ed's head thank you for queuing that up for me i I appreciate it (laughs) i had to stop the madness so last week i had this whole whacked out crazy theory jekyll and hyde theory about ed and lee where i uh put out there that maybe Hugo Strange had combined them into one sort of Jekyll Hyde, Hulk, Bruce Banner kind of creature that when it's night, he's Lee. And when it's during the day, he's Ed. That's all BS. Uh, because, <laughs> he's wrong. Because this episode showed because the, the thug guy that was in Ed's tub uh, <laughs> recognized him. hilarious because Ed is like tiny guy. Mm-hmm. How did he like just drag this <laughs> big like biker dude who was as big as three men, mm-hmm. tie him up and put him in the tub? Uh, by the way, Bobby Hawk in the chat room says Anne Marie wants to kill children. She's been hanging out with Bill too much. Yeah, probably. Pretty much. Uh, by the way, is this the first time we've ever seen the Riddler P? I I think it might be the first time in How all is... of Batman media we've seen the Riddler P. Why is that relevant? Just. Because it happened, uh, you know, in the Riddler story. Move on. <laughs> Move on. No, but uh, the the Jekyll and Hyde thing is probably not the case unless unless it's that firestorm idea I talked about about maybe Lee's living in Ed's head and you know just comes out and talks to him like Professor Stein talks to Firestorm. Uh, but I'm guessing that's probably not it. Uh, so we still don't know where Lee is. I mean, Lee could be we anywhere. We don't know where a lot of people She could are. be in one of those mysterious uh, pockets of Gotham, you know, claiming her stake or whatnot. But, you know, regardless of whatever is going on with Ed and whatever is happening to him when he's not conscious for it, I definitely think uh, that it's interesting that his plan is so similar to the Penguin's plan in season one where he was pitting Falcone and Maroney Maroney. and fish all against each other. And then as soon as they all took care of each other, he He stepped into the power vacuum. So whatever aspect of Ed's personality is controlling him, I think that's probably what they're aiming for. They're trying to get everyone else to destroy themselves. And then he'll just come in and pick up the piece. I just think the comedy of penguin was here written on the thing. Like penguin's not going (laughs) to do that. Yeah, probably. Ah, I think you're much better if you like stab one of the guys with an umbrella. I I mean Peng- penguin Ella, like penguin Ella. likes getting credit. He does so. like getting credit? Yeah. But penguin. You was can't here. be a politician if you don't like you know getting credit a little bit for your penguin's mistakes. Penguin's in the mayor's mansion. <laughs> yeah, he used to live there. Uh, so anything else uh, coming in from the chat no, room? No, 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 okay. that's it. Nobody. You guys likes. aren't saying anything except you know Anne Marie likes to kill. Children. I do not. Stop it. But only only in large numbers. Like it has to be twelve or more. Chi- no, thirteen. A baker's dozen more or more of children, and then Anne Marie's okay with killing them. 
If they're trying to help. <laughs> okay. Or if you're her podcast co-host. And Babs to the rescue. <laughs> Times two. Okay, I'm going on a far stretch with this one, so enjoy. Okay, so when Jim comes to the Sirens Club to ask for help, she doesn't, like, freak out at first like I kind of expect her to. I know, like, her and Jim, it's always a game. Mm-hmm. Um, It doesn't get mad until she asks, he asks for a favor. <laughs> but she almost seems a little bit happy to see him. Like yeah. he's like he's slumming it and he's coming to her club and gonna hang out and the, this episode is the first time I've got the sense that they're gonna like bring them back together. The Jim Babs endgame is back like, together. Yeah, I, I Because that's where I'm going with yeah, this. Yeah. Okay. So she doesn't really question what he wants, what he needs, just says go, they're downstairs, take what you need. I was like, Really? <laughs> you didn't ask for anything up mm-hmm. front? And the whole judge, jailer, most hated son, if anyone deserves to die, it's him. And I'm like, I don't even believe you saying that yeah. the way you're saying it. And then she rolls up in like this massive thing. Like a monster truck with a gun. The monster truck with like a huge like military grade gun kills everybody and saves him. <laughs> I'm like, why? But but why? Was yeah. it to get your trucks back? Because that doesn't make sense. There's no way that it was just because she wants him to help fight Penguin. Yeah. I don't believe that. Your last bullet for me, it must be love. I was like, we're really going there? I'm okay with it. I kind of feel like a lot of, prior to her showing up to save him, a lot of her stuff towards Jim was like assigning blame to everything that's happened in Gotham to him. When Jim what? is very much a reactive character. Yeah. Like, he's not someone who goes and starts trouble just to start trouble or, you know, hurts someone just to hurt them. Generally. There's Generally. been a couple little moments. Right. But, you know, he's a reactive character. You know, Jeremiah kills or uh, Jerome kills everyone in the GCPD. He responds to that. You know, right. Babs, uh, you know, kidnaps Lee and dresses up in a wedding dress and oh, so jumps off a church. Uh, you know, Jim responds to that. But he's not really the one... Going out there and acting to make these things happen. No. So I thought that was a little unfair of Babs. A little bit. But I mean, she's probably a little emotional now, too, because of Tabby. Right. I actually think that's kind of what sparked her reinterest uh-huh. in Jim or <clears throat> speaking well, they weirdly were... affectionately. Yeah. Weirdly. I don't know. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I just kind of see it going that way. Well, her and Tabby were together romantically, too. So At times. At times. At times. Yeah. Not in the end because of the whole Butch thing. Mm. They were in the beginning. And then once Butch came along, Tabby sort of threw Babs aside and yeah. she became like her best girlfriend, mm-hmm. not her girlfriend. And then she got killed and re- resurrected. There was lots of death yeah. and resurrection going on because it's Gotham. <laughs> um, but I thought it was a, le- a little weird. She went back to the green zone. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she had to drop them off. I get that. But it seemed a little weird for her to come in and see what was going on. Yeah. I and was she like, was just so casual about it, too. Everyone was so casual about it. Be like, oh, Jim brought Barbara over. Yeah. That was weird. It's like they were going to Sunday dinner and <laughs> Barbara brought the wine. It didn't make sense mm-hmm. to me unless they're going to try and, like, reconcile the crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 and I want to see how that happens. I never thought they were going to do Jim Babs Endgame, even though in, in the comics that makes that's sense. What it ha- that's what yeah. happens. But... 
it, it'll be interesting to see how they can turn it around. Maybe she'll get like zapped or bumped on Hasn't the head. Hasn't she been killed twice now? Yeah. And, <laughs> and she'll lose all the crazy somehow. Maybe something will happen and she'll lose all the crazy, all the stabby babs aspects of her personality. Maybe. Anything going on in the chat room? Well, there, there is actually some stuff going on in the chat room. Let's see. Uh, Bill says almost like, or Bobby says almost like the comic story War of Joke and Riddles. I haven't actually, I haven't actually picked that one up yet. TBD. TBD. Uh, Although I do think it's interesting. Speaking of comic stories, there's an upcoming comic story called The Three Jokers. I do think it's interesting that we had Jerome, we've had Jeremiah, and then uh, Cameron said that in the season finale, there will be a different character he's playing. So crazy. So there might be three Jokers in Gotham. Interesting. Sean says, pretty sure the Ed and Lee missing time is all a part of Hugo Strange's plan to take over the whole city, including making Bane. Bobby said he can't type fast enough to keep up with us. <laughs> and Sean loves that comic. Let's see, mm-hmm. Bobby, I like it when she said she would put It's a Police Matter on his tombstone. That goes all the way back to the first season. True. Again, though, but that sort of pulls... Yeah. Into am, their am I the only one when she said that line? I just thought about like the tombstone pizza commercials from back in the day. Yeah, like, what are. do you want on your tombstone? <laughs> it's a police matter. <laughs> nice. Well, I guess you didn't uh, make it. I for the realized and bits. I forgot quibbles and bits. I can do this while you do that. Okay. Uh, so, you know, at the end of every episode, things that might have not warranted a full discussion, uh, you know, we like to kind of read off some of her notes in a segment called Quibbles and Bits. I, I jotted a couple of mine down here for my notes. Uh, Jim should have been way more suspicious about the candle in Mother's house. I thought, you know, yeah. the lit candle. He was like, no, it's fine. They're probably just friendly. It's Gotham, dude. It's Gotham. It's never friendly. Uh, um, go ahead. We go back and forth yeah. here. Selena, still here when they were all talking about her when she was sitting right there. I wasn't really a big fan of Selena becoming Super Catwoman, but I'm. if she has to become Super Catwoman, I'm glad that Ivy, her closest friend next to Bruce, was somehow involved in it. Mm-hmm. Um, when Babs shows up to rescue them and says, this is what's got you all hot and bothered, they need a bath. <laughs> and uh, my last point is about Babs. So I, for my last okay. point, I'm actually going to say, oh. a, again, the, the woman in the makeup was really awesome. I hope I... I She's, hope they shot her in the forehead. She's dead. Lazarus water. The, but they wasted. Hugo Strange. The, there's no Lazarus water left. Hugo Strange. Okay. Um, my come last back. one. Sirens Club was playing Ring of Fire when they got there, and oh, I really yeah, that, enjoyed that. And I wanted something to come of that. It, it was a you know a, a punk staple covering Ring of Fire. Oh, it was a nice punky cover of ring of fire okay so i think that's all we have for this episode so it's time for the arbitrary scale figure out what we think about this episode and using an arbitrary measurement tool that i'm coming up with right now Anne marie out of four out of four complete he figured it out no i'm coming up with it right now (laughs) watch out i'm gonna kill 27 children um out of four random british guys in gotham how many random british guys in gotham do you give this episode and people in the chat room you can chime into if you want to two and a pint two and a pint why (laughs) because like i said it did feel a little fillery Mm -hmm. i'm a little confused about some things i mean that's kind of how i expect gotham to go is Mm -hmm. like okay okay what the okay okay what i don't understand um, but like I said, it just a, a little too fillery for me. Like yeah. how long did we need to pan around where Ivy was to see this man is covered in vines. This man is covered in vines. This man is covered in vines. Like seriously, <laughs> one was enough for me. Mm-hmm. 
So little things like that. So two and a pint. Uh, as for me in, uh, anyone in the no, chat room no, town? Cause okay. they are just now getting them. That's fair. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I, I'm going to give it three random British guys out of four, uh, just cause it was such a jam packed episode. Like, you know, sometimes episodes can feel a little long and while you're right, the, you know, there were a few scenes that kind of drug a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was just like, Oh, I'm over here. Now I'm over here. Now what's going on over here? See, I don't like that. I, it was, it was very interesting for me i never kind of lost interest or zoned out at all in our initial watch through (laughs) sean says two random brits bobby says i hate when the scale is so small (laughs) mike says three and three and Vern troyer Mm -hmm. uh bobby says two and a third british guys well bobby if you convert those british guys to metric it's actually four thousand so (laughs) you can use that scale instead Wow. Uh, Dean says four random British guys and 27 dead children. Dean! (laughs) Well, it's your fault. It is not my fault! Those children's lives are on your hand. Lies! Or head. Your hand head. Lies! (laughs) Nice. Okay, well, I guess uh, we should... Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, we'll dive into some listener feedback here. As always, (laughs) when you get done watching this Thursday, you know, the sooner the better, but whenever, I mean... The sooner the better! (laughs) You can, do not wait until 8.45. Or do. It's fine. Um, you can email us, legendsofgotham <laughs> at gmail.com. Tweet us at Legends of Gotham. The Facebook is facebook.com slash Legends of Gotham. And the voicemail number in my earphones coming out here is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And let me pull these up here. All right. Yeah, you're going to have to do that first. Oh, thing. actually, before we get to the voicemails, yeah. um, I'm I wanted to uh, actually, Amory, can you read that while I sure. pull up? Sure. Okay. Voicemail? Pretend I'm Bill reading this because I don't know much about it. Saw a post on Reddit. The user's wife is looking to build an accurate 3D model of the GCPD. If you have any photos or videos or know of any, please share them with placebo underline PRS on Reddit. Just go to the Gotham subreddit and search for GCPD station to find the post. Yeah, but I just thought this I call- is what happens when we cut the news segment. Then we have something that would qualify for a news segment. No, but I just thought it would be worth shouting out to people because it would be nice in perpetuity to have a, a 3D, nice 3D model of the GCPD for Gotham fan films, Gotham fan video games, all that kind of stuff. Gotham fan photoshops. I don't know. So I, I figured it would be worth pointing out to people who might actually have some some photos. We have a lot of voicemails. We do have a lot of voicemails. First Neat. up is Bobby. Uh, we haven't listened to this yet. Uh, the file's downloading now, and pretty soon we're going to say, See, take <clears throat> it away, Bobby. When you wait until the end, yours doesn't get processed. Hey there, fellow Bobby. Gothamites. It's Bobby here. And we're only two weeks in, and we're already proving and disproving theories on Gotham. I don't think it comes <laughs> as any big shock to most that Emery hit the nail right on the head when she said that Ivy would be the witch. That's definitely the direction that I was leaning towards, but I didn't think we'd be answering it as early as the next episode. <laughs> now that Ivy has fulfilled her purpose, I don't really think we'll be seeing too much of her. You know. She- oh, I hope. We oh, don't. I completely disagree. He almost said as much where it's where she was like oh don't worry where i'm going i don't know uh, you know that seems to be the status quo here that we're just kind of like knocking down pins right and left that we don't need anymore um she's fulfilled her purpose she gave uh bruce the seed uh it's that seed was gross it looked like an eyeball or something oh yeah and, and now selena is one step closer to finally embracing her destiny as the cat 
Uh, Bill's Headley theory, however, seems to have gotten shot out of the water. Um, that street gang or street uh, demon thug guy seemed to recognize Ed as Ed or as a dazed for, you know, he said, oh, well, you it was you, but you were dazed. Um, yeah, I suck. Sorry. That being said, we still don't really know where Lee is. So, you know, that's still up in the air. And we really still don't know what's going on with Ed. I wonder kind of, you know, we, we find out that Ed in his days has, you know, been taking, you know, took out the whole street demons. So <laughs> I almost wonder if this guy, now that he has nowhere to go, will become kind of like the Riddler's new henchman. <laughs> yeah, replacing Solomon Grundy from last season since mm. Butch is dead now. And, of course, we learn right away that the kid was not a setup, and Jim and Henry go off to save his friends from the soothsayers. Did you say Henry? Uh, they make a quick detour into Creepsville, where Bullock plays out of my favorite scenes from the episode. I don't know who was creepier, the mother or the kid from The Omen. Uh, yes. But, of course, uh, Gotham's dynamic duo make it out save the kids and find themselves in the middle of rival gangs vying for Gordon's head only to be saved by the Barbara ex machina. Literally only two episodes in nice. and while some big, I, I got to call Bobby out for that. That was a very nice pull. Questions have been answered. We still don't really know where Lee is, uh, what's going on with Ed or, uh, Jerome, we, you know, like Jerome was not even mentioned in this episode or even hinted at. And, um, you know, at the what what f big bad finally brings all of them together in day 391. And then, of course, now, like what, you know, fully is going to become of Selena. <laughs> Few quibbles I had was like, what's up with all the firepower? You know, I, I, I kind of <laughs> thought that ammo was limited, um, you know, with the exception of maybe Penguin and Barbara, but like you know, these two rival gangs did not care about ammo whatsoever. <laughs> and well, I think, I think, but they, who's messing with them? They, there were a couple mentions that, you know, Penguin had given some ammunition here or there, and they did get that shipment in from the helicopter, right? That who got the shipment in from a helicopter? Bruce, right? He brought the helicopter in last episode and there was ammo oh, on it. He's not talking about them. And no, there wasn't. That was all other supplies. But I, I, I mean, I think the soothsayer guy said something along the lines of Penguin gave us a bunch of ammo and you guys don't have any ammo because Penguin doesn't like you when uh, Jim and Harvey oh, showed Oh, kind of. Yeah, something like that. Ish. Something like that. Sorry, my phone locked. There While I thought this episode was great, I can't help but feel it was a bit of a come down from last week's like, you know, holy crap, last week was great. Yep. So out of 573 <clears throat> teeth on a silver platter, I'm going to give this episode 498. <laughs> that was a very good arbitrary scale, scale, Bobby. Better than four Brits. Or 4,000 if you use metric. Okay, uh, let's see here. Next up is Cliff. Uh, take it away, Cliff. Cliff. Maybe. Bill and Marie, it's so good to have you two back. Thanks. We've all missed you. Uh, the first episode of Gotham was great. Um, I'm going to keep this real short. I was going to say, I love Tabitha. She was hot. She looked great. <laughs> but when you stab someone's mother right in front of them, you get what's coming to you. Yep. You yep. got to take care. Bye. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, that must have been from sure. last week's episode, I'm assuming. Uh, he, well, he said the first episode. Oh, I don't listen to anyone when they call in. He doesn't listen to anyone when they're sitting right next to him. You know, Who's you know, next? We all have our flaws. You know, I, I don't listen to voicemails. And, and I want to kill 27 children. Well, finally, you've admitted it. I appreciate it. Take it away, Rebecca. Uh, 
What's up, Legends of Gotham? What's, What's up? up? Rebecca Johnson, and I wanted to share some thoughts about the season five episode titled A Legend of the Dark Knight Trespassers. <laughs> I have to say right away that the show surprised me by revealing that Ivy <clears throat> was the witch that Bruce needed to find in order to help Selena. And I think it's really nice to see this Ivy again. Peyton List has done an incredible job with the role, even if she's still a pretty terrifying character. I expect to see lots of Ivy cosplayers trying to duplicate her viney dress that she had on in this episode. That was a great look. And since I mentioned Selena, I'm excited to see where they go with her transformation. I thought it was a good move by the writers to have Selena make the choice to swallow <laughs> that thing that Ivy dug up from the ground. Because this way, Bruce doesn't get blamed for anything bad that happens to her. He was just trying to help, and Selena made that decision for herself. I'm most intrigued, though, by Ed's personal life riddle <laughs> that he has to solve. What in the world is going on with him? I'm what also a little confused, though, about the warring see. factions that were about to kill Jim, Harvey, and those rescued kids. I might need a little help with clarifying who all of these groups are because I'm Randomness. starting to lose track of it and we're only two episodes in. Well, if they're wanting to kill kids, one of them's Anne Marie's group. Hi. <laughs> uh, but no, I think a lot of these are being made up. I you think know, they're just made up factions. Yeah, unless they're being led by a bat villain. Anyway, great episode of Gotham this week, and I look forward to hearing your thoughts. Anyway. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed hearing you, our Mr. thoughts. Becca? Oh, I, I did want to point out uh, something I saw in the chat room over there uh, reminded me of this. Okay, there were, were no bullets on the helicopter. Penguin is making bullets, which, which right. was another similarity with Walking Dead. Oh, okay. I just said that I... Is that what this is? Penguin bullets? Yeah, penguin bullets. This is not. This is like it's, uh, a here, three-year-old's we, handwriting. Uh, we'll show the video viewers. That's what I wrote there. Uh, That's <laughs> terrible. Worse, uh, terrible. That's worse than my normal handwriting. I know. Okay, uh, next up is Monica. Take it away, Monica. Hey, guys. It's Monica hey. calling in about the episode Trespassers. Uh, calling back to Bill's comment about the Walking Dead vibe, that is continuing this week with the, um, the work camp had a real similar vibe to the saviors from last season. And then mm -hmm. with their takedown and the whole all out war arc from last season, I'm guessing Bill hasn't been keeping up as much from the way he sounded last episode. Um, I'm not current on the walking dead series. I did read all out war in the comic book though. So I know what you're saying, but yeah, that is definitely continuing that theme. Um, I, watching that character will but that whole bit I my heart kept stopping it I thought he was going to throw himself in front of a bullet I was waiting for it to happen I'm so glad he didn't because I like him I want to see more of him when it comes to to guarding those uh what were they that the soothsayers I love Harvey's wit could he be at least a little bit serious when guarding the bad guys and act like he's paying attention? No, that wouldn't nope. be, he wouldn't be Harvey then. True. That would really do my, my heart some good. Um, and then the Riddler saying, there's nothing there, was the funniest line of the episode. <laughs> um, I'm really liking what I'm going to dub the Muertes gang, and I really hope that wasn't all of them. I'd like 
The ones with the white faces. Ah. Probably because they look a little bit like a Day of the Dead celebration. They do that. Oh, yes. See more of them, too. Uh, remember, was that title card at the end in memory of Barry Friedman? Friedman? Mm-hmm. Um, he was a post-production coordinator, according to Google. And <laughs> Google. Bill, if you haven't already, could you tell us what exactly a post-production coordinator is, does? Mm. So, all right. Thanks. Uh, look forward to the episode. Talk to you later. Bye. I would assume. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, by the way, Yay. Monica. I, I, I'm not precisely sure. I'm pretty, it sounds like something where they would be in charge Coordinating of Coordinating or- post-production. Yeah. Organizing all the footage, <laughs> you know, vlogging it and, uh, you know, for the editors and things like yeah. that. Keeping things organized. Yeah. Okay. And last but not least, we have a, have a message from our buddy, Mike Pasqua. Take hey, it away, Pasqua, Mike. Hey. This is Mike. What if the city across the river is Bloodhaven? Thank you very much, All Mike. Right. Short sure, to the point, Mike. I meant a few words, but uh, with great <laughs> ideas. I, yes. I, I saw you mention this on Twitter uh, earlier la- or later last week, Mike. And yeah, I do think it's a really solid uh, theory because, you know, Bloodhaven and Gotham. It, well, for those who might not know. Yes, Blo- please tell me. Bloodhaven <laughs> is the city. I, I've, I've heard it described as like a half hour drive from Gotham. Okay. Uh, so think like, uh, I don't know, like... Uh, I want to see the reference you use for our whole international constituency. Think of two cities that are half an hour away from each other. <laughs> and that, w- that would be about right. I uh, know, but it's where uh, Dick Grayson, Robin, went to when he stopped being Robin and became Nightwing. When he was like, screw Batman, I'm done with him. Screw you guys, I'm Or done. slightly stronger language in the, the Titans series. Uh, you know, that's where he went. He went to Bloodhaven to kind of make a name for himself so you know it would make a lot of sense that that city across the way would be bloodhaven right. uh, not like the dcu where it's metropolis interesting but yeah anything else from the chat room before we're um, up here? oh wait we have some comments and stuff too. no not really <laughs> yes we do no I, okay the chat room thing for, from a uh, youtube uh jason says great to have you guys back is season of the witch a halloween three reference Sure. Sure. Sure it is. Never seen it. I it's uh not it, my thing. it it's not it wasn't a phrase that has just been stuck in my head for some reason. That it's probably a Halloween reference, but that that's not how I came across it. That and on Facebook we had a message from Joel earlier. He was in the chat room, but at a kid's birthday party, kids everywhere. But seriously, all I want to talk about is Ivy's plant based outfit and the fact that I'm glad Fish wasn't the witch. Oh, <laughs> and it is is the mother character based on a Batman canon? Also, Freaked Out Harvey is the best. Truth. Uh, Freaked not, Out Harvey is the best. Oh, definitely. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I still think my favorite Harvey moment is when he chases uh, the Mad Hatter and uh, yes. is it Mad Hatter yes. and Scarecrow? Yes. Oh, yeah. and, and Jeremiah <laughs> Jeremiah's uh, underground bunker. Uh, but you know, as we said, you know, uh, Mother is based on a character from Batman canon. Yeah. So. Okay, so I think that about does it for our listener feedback. As always, when you get done uh, watching next week, uh, go ahead and shoot us an email, legendsofgotham at gmail.com. I don't think we've actually gotten any email emails yet. Well, who emails anymore? Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, Or you can shoot us a voicemail, 424-274-2352. Just use your telephone if you know what that is. Telephone. Or you can leave us a message over on Facebook. Uh, We have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. And you should definitely go over to that Facebook page so you can vote whether we should be going live on YouTube or, or on Facebook. the Facebook. Although. It's I, already got quite a few votes. Although I will say YouTube comment, 
commenters who are watching on demand, get your voices heard down in the comments because right now the the Facebook people are probably gonna be yeah. trouncing you. What's the uh? Ah, uh, hold on, let me refresh it because I think. Let me make sure there's more than nine. Okay, see, Facebook is slow. Here, uh, well, you can also go over to Twitter and leave us some um, information. And yeah, but like we said, we'd things. love for it if you could uh, go subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.universebox.com. You can get this episode as well as the show notes and all of our other episodes of all time at legendsofgotham.com. And you know what? You can join us live. And Facebook is currently winning, FYI. So we might be on Facebook next week. Maybe on Facebook. Watch our our Twitter and our Facebook. We'll let you know for sure. Watch our Facebook to find out about something on Facebook? Exactly. Uh, But, you know, you can join us. Uh, We're always going to be live. Somewhere live at 9 p.m. next Sunday. Eastern time. Eastern Eastern time. time. I jumped over everything I was going to say right there. Again, thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you very much uh, Uh for joining us tonight, guys. We. Nice to be back. Great seeing all your faces in the chat room and stuff again. Yes. Until next time. No. No. What no. is it? Join us. And Join I don't us even. Next ha- time for more. I don't even have the theme up. See, we're so out of practice. Legends. Of- uh, join us next time for more. Legends, Legends of, of Gotham. Gotham. I don't even know if that was right. It's close enough.